Hi, Lucy. Um, this is the beginning of my audio reportage for this um, second leg of the Moan Wilds tour. Um, I'm getting ready to leave for Baltimore. Um, I've tried to give myself plenty of time so that I'll get to Baltimore with like several hours to spare before the reading. We'll see how that goes um, <laughs> as far as traffic and everything else. Um, it feels like kind of a strange day because like the temperature is really beautiful and feels kind of perfect, but the air is really bad because of like the wildfire smoke that's blowing down from Canada. So it feels a little bit spooky. Also, um, and yeah, I think I'm feeling excited to do some more readings and also a little bit nervous because I'm doing, I mean, I'm like making stops and seeing friends and like doing readings with friends and stuff, but I'm kind of like just traveling solo, um, and yeah, I think that'll just feel like different from doing all of the readings that we did like the other week that were where we were all kind of going around and doing everything together. Um, so yeah, I will keep you updated and hopefully you won't hear from me until after the reading because I feel like if you hear from me before then, it might mean that I'm stuck in traffic, which would be well, would be bad, not ideal. Um, anyway, I will let you know how everything goes. Bye. Inside, where light gathers elegantly from karaoke machine, me this time, I want to say, the hell do you intend? Inspiring with the kind of divine I thought we edged until finally it began, and I thought we decided no blood, no hustle, but Desire so atonal that we heave it into the yard, go with it like the hunting dogs we are, forever calibrating our stamina toward the source of light. Hi Lucy, I'm finally here to report on the reading last night in Baltimore. I'm at an Airbnb in Charlottesville right now. Anyway, I had a great time in Baltimore. I hadn't been since I was there for a lacrosse tournament in middle school and that's the only other time I'd been to Baltimore and I felt like I was like finally actually like experiencing it yesterday and earlier today and I loved it had a blast can't wait to go back um so the reading that I did was part of this series called Hidden Palace that Ashley Bryant Phillips and Joey Grantham run at, and it happens at this bar called Faden Sonen, and the and um, it happens in this like, the readings happen in these like, in this like upstairs room of the bar that's really like bright and like pretty and just like a really like nice feeling kind of event space and it seemed to me like there were a lot of people who were sort of like regulars of the series who will just like come out to the readings like no matter who 
is reading and that felt really cool it felt like there was like a general sense of like of like excitement about the series just about all these events and it like felt it felt like nice to be like part of that um yeah it just like felt felt really good and really cool and there were three other people who were also reading um nash jenkins read from his new book which is called foster day explores the cosmos and it's a sort of like coming of age in 2008 at a boarding school um novel and then who else read um jung yoon read from uh, it's i don't remember what it was called i know it was like a work in progress um which it always feels exciting when somebody reads a work in progress because it feels like you're like getting let in on a secret and so the part i don't know if it's entirely about this but the part that she read was about like this like couple going on a cruise kind of immediately after 9-11 um and that was really good and then the other reader was another poet um sam cheney who was great and he made broadsides for the reading which i just i love when people make like special broadsides or zines or whatever i love kind of like occasional sorts of objects like that so he printed one of the poems that he read and i i'm going to read it because it's great it's called block island Shift my tooth on a bottle of wine drinking with your mom. It felt like I unlocked a different kind of love. The flowers kissed you and me with their in- invisible dust as we walked past to watch the World Cup in front of a rusted metal fan. Our blonded French squad lost. We ate salty fish sandwiches and AC and that beer was heaven. I, it poured and we drove and listened as the heat inside the car made steam of the summer as it landed and lifted off the windshield. Nights we tried to learn how to dance, but not too hard. I led too much, then not enough. We fought, made up, walked home, struck dumb by the air so full of dance. We carried the beach in our waistbands. At the cliffs, we watched the windmills spin lazily above their stalks way out at sea. My incisor was gritty for weeks. I tongued it constantly. So that was Block Island by Sam Cheney. And... What else? Oh, Sebastian came down from Philly for the reading, which was great. And we finally got to exchange copies of our books, which we somehow hadn't gotten a chance to do before. So I finally have a copy of Salmon and I'm going to get to read it, which I'm so excited about because everything that I've heard from it and read from it so far has been so crazy and so fun so i'm excited to experience the whole thing and 
what else? I think those are all of the highlights from Baltimore. If I remember anything else, I'll just send you another voice note. Um, coming up next is Asheville. Um, I'm driving down there tomorrow, and then the reading is on Saturday, and I'm really excited. I just realized that I didn't say anything about what I read <laughs> at the reading. Um, I read part of, well, I guess the, I read from the end of the Moan Wilds, which I had read like a couple parts from that before, but I hadn't, but most of it I hadn't read. And that, and part, and like part of what I read was the part that Elizabeth had read at the reading at East Hampton that made everybody cry. And I was like, I was, I wasn't like, yeah, I guess I was kind of a little bit nervous to have that part to just to include that part and to read that part out loud myself because it's like a, it's like a, it, I mean, it's, it's not radically different from the rest of the book, but it is like a, a stark kind of mood shift and I was kind of like oh like I don't know how this is going to go but that's part of why I wanted to read it um just and and just why I wanted to read that section in general just because I hadn't really like tested it out yet and it felt it like felt really fun somebody told me afterward that it was like listening to a drum solo which I liked <laughs> I liked hearing that and then a couple other people were like oh you like really like reading and I was like yeah I do really like reading <laughs> so yeah it's fun it's been fun I'm excited to do more of it so I want to report a little bit on the landscape and about being in the South. And the thing about the landscape so far is that I haven't really gotten to experience that much of it because the air quality has been so terrible. And like I was going to hike yesterday, but then it seemed like that was going to be a bad idea because the air was so unhealthy and doing like a strenuous hike in the mountains seemed like probably not the best idea. So I didn't do that. And I've only gotten to walk around. So I've only gotten to like minimally walk around the part of town that I'm in. I might try to go for like, just like a little bit more of a walk before I leave. Um, if I have time, but yeah, it does feel like it feels really good to be here and like the landscape and everything is definitely like different down here and it's more familiar to me and just everything is kind of like 
overgrown and like a little bit like fucked up feeling, but in a way that's really kind of like romantic to me or something. I always kind of like struggle to describe this like sort of like quality of the landscape of the South and maybe I'll like keep trying to describe it as I continue reporting. Um, but yeah, it feels like really good to be here. If this is like everything like makes more sense and I kind of feel like I'm at home. I mean, because I am. Okay, one last thing that I want to say about Charlottesville is that I want to try to find Wine Street and Dice Street because David Berman mentions both of those streets in the poem that he wrote for Jag Jaguar, the record label. Um, I think the poem is just on their website. It's like not in actual air or anywhere else that I know of, but it's really good. And it's very like specific to Charlottesville and very specific, um, partially about University of Virginia football, which I grew up paying attention to. Um, and it's fun to read David Rubin talking about that in a poem. Um, but anyway, so he mentions those specific streets and he laments the fact that they don't intersect. And there's the line says something like, no, he's like, no city could hang on to signage like that. Um, and I was looking at a map in there, like in two, like, they're not like that far apart from each other, but they're like, not, they don't, they don't cross like Berman says. Um, so anyway, that's like something that I'm going to try to do before I head down to Asheville today in like really soon and probably like an hour or so. Hi, Lucy. I want to tell you all about the whole weekend and the reading and everything about Asheville. It was so perfect. And something that I was thinking about as I was driving up to Richmond today was that like sort of the like all of the things that we were doing and the way that I was feeling felt very like like it all felt very connected to the book in a way just like we were like we were grilling and like hanging out in the backyard and like driving through the mountains to like get to this like spot in the river and we were like swimming and just like hanging out and like talking in the water and like the the reading was in a really beautiful garden like behind the bookstore um and I was like meeting a lot of people and just sort of like just like feeling out like a different kind of like social situation I guess or social group I guess that I'm used to and it like all felt really like exciting and activating and I feel and all of that just feels very like true to the Moan Wilds and so that yeah I don't I don't know that just felt really cool um and I feel like I have so much more that 
I want to say, but I'm getting kind of tired and I want to be articulate with all of this. Um, so I think I'm going to send you some more notes tomorrow, but more thoughts tomorrow, notes, thoughts, whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I will tell you more about all of that tomorrow. Bye. Okay, I'm trying to record this again. I keep, like, trying and then, like, getting too excited and getting ahead of myself and realizing that what I said didn't make any sense. So trying this again, might have to try again after. But anyway, um, yeah, they're reading an astral. Perfect. A dream. I had the best time. We had the reading in a garden behind Bagatelle, which is a bookstore in Asheville that... I highly recommend anyone who's listening who happens to be in Asheville to check out. It's a mostly used bookstore, um, really like thoughtfully curated. Um, the last time I was there, I got so much stuff, honestly, um, including um, some like older collections by James Tate and Robert Creeley and Ted Berrigan. And they were collections that I'd never heard of before um, from like the 60s or 70s that were kind of designed in like a very like 60s, 70s kind of style, like old colors, like cool fonts. Um, it just felt really exciting to find all of those there. So anyway, Bagatelle Rules, check it out if you're in Asheville. Um, and the garden was a totally perfect space for the reading just like just really this this it was like a I mean obviously like really wide open and green and there were like lights strung up um and like picnic tables and um a sort of there like wasn't like quite a stage it like wasn't quite like possible for us to stand on I don't know really how to describe this like structure um I guess there was there was just like a designated kind of like performance area that was cool anyway so I read with Britt DiBartolo and Jane Rohr and Emma Ensley, Emma, who famously designed the cover of The Moan Wilds. Um, Britt read, like, I think three-ish poems. Um, and there was one about a bear encounter that I really enjoyed. And, and one of the other ones, I wish I could remember the lines more specifically, but there was a really cool moment about, like... Something about like waking up in the morning and like feast coming to mind, um, like the word feast. And is I really liked the the combination of like feast and morning. I liked the sort of feeling of like immediate and but also sort of quiet and slow abundance. I really liked that. Um and Jane read some short poems and then like a longer-ish um, fiction 
piece, I believe, that was really fun to hear. Um, and I'm trying to remember some of my favorite parts. There was one, there was a line about like, um, I'm trying to remember it. There was a line about like, like how someone was like the type of person who would like read a medical textbook for fun. That was really funny. And I feel like there were a lot of, that just there were a lot of lines throughout her reading that were very just kind of like, like funny and stark and true and just so good. Um, I'm really excited to hopefully read more of her work in the future and Brit's work too. And just everyone. That's kind of how I feel about, about all of these readings. Just after I hear everyone, I'm like, I want more and more and more. Um, and yeah. And then of course, Emma also read and she read a story about kind of about a lot of things. And one of those things was typography and designing fonts, which obviously felt fitting because she designed the font or didn't design the font, but like designed the cover, obviously, and chose the fonts um, that are so distinctive and perfect. Um, and yeah, I feel like the story that she read was such a good example of something that I feel like her stories like do really well, which is like, and feelings of of desire and longing and sadness and nostalgia into these like really specific and poignant like contexts or like situations and kind of like seeing how those situations like reflect or like mediate or like refuse these sort of like messes of feelings um yeah so this yeah this was a lot about like art school and like the internet and there was like there was like one of the parts that really stuck with me was a line about like like having like your third glass of wine and then like searching for your ex's tumblr um and yeah, the story was just like filled with so many, like just really sh sharp, like sort of like visceral and emotional like details that were so good. And I just can't wait as always to read more of Emma's stories. They're amazing. Um, what else? Yeah, and then I read and something else I wanna say this is kind of jumping to like before the reading happened. So we had been talking when we were at the river earlier in the day, Emma and I were talking about um, how Kate has been getting into like making iron on t-shirts and somehow we got the idea to make exclusive merch for the reading um, because it wasn't really going to be merch that we would be selling. They were just like going to be shirts that that Emma and Kate and I would wear to the reading. Um, and so as we were getting ready, Kate made three shirts, one for just, yeah, like I said, one for all of us. <laughs> and so I had one that said, bend me into the light. Kate had one that said, 
been me like a wrestler and then emma had been me like the homecoming queen and that felt really fun i'm really obsessed with the idea of poetry merch and i think and i want to figure out i mean i think I, I think i know how to do it i just need to like sit down and do it like make these shirts or ones like them like more widely available i would love to see more bend me into the light bend me like the homecoming queen shirts out in the world i think that would be fun anyway <laughs> so um so i read in my bend me into the light tank top and i um oh i guess i brought up these shirts because i like decided to i chose what i read based on like all of these lines because before the reading um kate was at um just while we were like setting things up and getting things ready they were at a wine bar called pink moon that was like it's like across the street from where we were reading and they were like oh like no one's gonna know what like bend me like a wrestler is but then we were also like Oh, but then once they go to the reading, then they'll know. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So then I did read all of those lines. And I, yeah, I had so much fun reading. I'm just really enjoying like getting up and just acting like a freak. <laughs> just like like moving around and like bending around and just like, just really trying to just, I feel like I'm always talking about like inhabiting or like embodying the poem, but I'm just realizing, or maybe not realizing so much as like solidifying that like the kind of like books that I want to write or like the like poetry that feels like most exciting to me is like just poetry that lends itself to like a whole entire experience like something that isn't just like just some to like an experience that is sort of like like i'm trying to think of how to total how to describe this but it's like in one way it is kind of like standing before an audience and then like sharing like the thing that you've made like it is kind of like like sending it across that like distance but between like reader and audience i guess but then it's also like bringing everyone like into it too it's like i want to ask everyone to kind of like really like feel it with me or something um and yeah I just think I and then I just also love to do and make things that like lend themselves to like to events to parties to like I I love when like when poetry is a reason to gather to be together to like like hang out with each other and and just yeah like everything I've done up to this point has kind of felt like that and it's like it's just been 
it's just been so cool. And like, and then I guess like also more generally, like reading in Asheville felt so cool because it like every time I go there, it's this, it's a place that feels really like kind of familiar to me in a way. Um, I mean, just the, like the Blue Ridge Mountains in general, like are very familiar to me. So, um, I think it makes sense. Um, and what else? Yeah. Um, after the reading, we went to, we went back to Pink Moon, um, the wine bar, which is also another one of my favorite places that I've been anywhere. It's just so, so great. Um, just a really sweet space to hang out and like, really good wine um and we just had some wild conversations about time <laughs> and what else yeah what I'm trying to remember like what else we talked about just a lot you know we were there for a while and uh, oh yeah I don't I don't know I really just I really just had the best time. Oh, and one other thing that I realized that is funny is that, so I didn't read this part, but there is, is a part in the Moan Wilds that's about where I have a line about like buying a t-shirt at a gas station, which I don't think I have like up when I wrote that, I didn't have a specific t-shirt that I'd bought from a specific gas station. But when I was in Asheville, I did buy a t-shirt from, uh, gas up which is a um i guess famous or iconic like west Asheville convenience store and i bought a t-shirt and a mug and i would have bought a hat but they were out of them so yeah i just realized that that was like a funny sort of moment that came to life just accidentally um okay yeah i feel like i've been talking and kind of rambling for a long time so i'm going to stop for now but i'm probably going to remember more things that i want to say okay i keep messing up the recording somehow and i had recorded like 12 or 13 minutes of material about the reading in Richmond and about seeing people from high school and about like time passing and like staying connected to people. And anyway, I'm just going to record it all again. So obviously. So yeah, I want to tell you about the reading last night and it was, and just how like sweet and surreal it was and just how kind of amazing it was to see all of these like, different people from different moments of my life all kind of like converging at this reading um it was really cool and really kind of unexpected for me um so I guess first like some kind of background on the reading and how it came together so a few months ago when I was planning all of these readings um like I guess kind of like I've been talking about um 
over the course of everything else I've recorded, I guess, um, I've been doing a lot of stuff with friends and just with like people that I've known for a little while. And I knew that I wanted to do reading in Richmond, but I wasn't really sure how to make it happen or like who to do it with because I just haven't lived there in so long and don't really know what's going on. Or at that point, I didn't know what was going on as far as like poetry, didn't really know like who was around, didn't really know like how any of it was going to work. And like, yeah, like when I was, yeah, I wasn't really like, I feel like I was like just starting to really get into poetry when I moved away from Richmond, um, when I moved up to Western Mass for grad school. And I just like never, yeah, never really got to know anybody, had no idea what was going on. Um, but I met through a class that I took with Ted Reese um, a few months ago. I met um, Colin, who lives in Richmond and sets up readings. And I messaged him on Instagram sort of randomly or I think maybe he might have asked something about my book and then I was sort of like um I was like I'm I really want to come to Richmond I don't really know what's going on I need help setting up a reading could we maybe do something and immediately he was like like yes definitely totally like like I'll read and like here's who else can read and we can do it at the hair salon where my friend Carrie works and I was like that sounds amazing and then I got in touch with Carrie who also read at the reading last night um and she was like yeah really excited about this like here are some days that we can do it and I was like perfect that sounds great um it all just it came together really like quickly and really easily and with a lot of like energy kind of behind it like I remember Colin saying that like there had been like really good turnouts for other readings um that he put together and so I was feeling really excited about that like really excited to uh, to like meet people who were like part of this sort of like poetry scene like punk scene in Richmond that I just don't really or just like hadn't really known anything about um and yeah and I think like and so I was like really excited about that and then also feeling like the reading would be like I'm trying to think of like the right word because it's like not quite like charged but it's just like I think there's just like a certain intensity I guess to doing like a hometown reading and having like like my parents came and like leading up to that like leading up to the reading I mean I think I feel like a lot of people kind of have this feeling of like oh like what are my parents gonna think of my writing like I I guess that I mean there's like a I mean there's a pretty wide I think gap between like sort of who like who I am with my family and then like what I'm writing about and kind of like the 
like poet than I am or whatever. So I was like, what are my parents going to think? And that was like a level of intensity, I guess. And then just the fact of being in Richmond and having grown up there and just wondering like, oh, like who from my past is going to pop up at, at the reading? Like not so much, like not in like that negative, like, like I wasn't thinking about that like negatively. Like I don't, like I'm not like running from anything I guess I'm not trying to like hide from anyone it's like not like that but just like but just wondering like who was going to be around from this like point in time like just this like part of my life that I feel so like far away from I mean I feel like most people feel far away from like high school and like who they were in high school I mean um yeah I just and I haven't really like kept like I haven't really kept like really I haven't kept in like very close touch with any of my friends from high school I mean we like follow each other on Instagram and stuff um and we'll kind of like you know heart each other's stories occasionally but not really but it hasn't really like extended beyond that um and so I didn't really have any, I like didn't really have any expectations for anybody who was going to come out. And yeah, and, and I think I also like, maybe, oh, there's a heron flying by. That's so cool. Um, I'm just, I'm just sitting by the water and I'm watching this heron now. Great. Now I really hope this recording works so that everyone else can hear that heron that just flew by anyway um yeah and I guess I just maybe felt like there like the fact of like so much time having passed and having like become like a totally different person from like who I was in high school that maybe there was just like some kind of insurmountable like disconnect or some kind of like insurmountable distance or something between like the people I knew in high school and like just like everything that I'm doing now. Um, but then um, I got a message on Instagram, I think like earlier in the day of the reading from my friend Grace, who I went to high school with. And we, and she had like, had like commented on some, and on like, some of the stuff that I posted about my book and I think had said some nice things and she sent me a message saying like um just saying that she was gonna come to the reading and I was like oh that's like really sweet like cool can't wait um and I was thinking also just as I was driving up uh, driving out to my parents house today about how like Grace and I did we were editors of our high school's like literary magazine and I was remembering like sitting on the floor of like the library at our school and like laying out all of the writing and all of the art that we wanted to publish and trying to figure out like what art to pair with what writing and and I remember sort of sort of like I think that was the first time I was one of the first times I was accessing this sort of like more poetic like intuitive kind of logic just this sense of like oh like this 
art needs to be with this poem and like this poem speaks to this other poem that I want to put after it and like I can't totally explain why but it just like feels right and and I remember that feeling so exciting and it like felt like yeah and it like felt really cool to be kind of like collaborating on that and just to be like thinking in that in that way um so yeah yeah so yeah we had this kind of like what i am realizing now is like a very formative experience um so yeah so that's grace and she said she was gonna come to the reading and i was excited and um and i didn't really think much about like whether anybody else was going to come um i just knew that my parents were going to come and that all these people that i've never met before were going to come and and like i was excited and like like not really nervous but just like not really sure what to expect and um before the reading i had a drink with my parents and i as i was leaving the bar to go to the reading i was like it's like walking down Broad Street in Richmond, Virginia, and sort of like mildly spiraling about like, I just like parked in a weird place and like my books were in my car and I was like, and I was like, I hope I didn't get towed. Like that would be so embarrassing to like come to the reading and be like, my car got towed. Like my books are in my car. I don't have any books. Like I was just like, I knew it was going to be fine, but I was like, what if it's not fine? Anyway, spiraling, spiraling, spiraling. And then somebody like walks out of a restaurant that was like a little down the street from the bar. And it was my friend Madeline, who I also went to high school with. And we went to college together too. And we, I'm trying to remember all of the weird shit that we've gotten into together over the years. I remember we were in, I think we were in the same English class that in which we watched a documentary about Jandek for some reason. And we both got like really obsessed with Jandek. I think that was like the end of our senior year. And we like had this whole like project that we wanted to do that involved like going to find Jandek. It was like really insane and hilarious. Um, I also remember in college, me and my friend, our, our, me and our friend Anya, I think we like wrapped Madeline and like Christmas lights. And then we like went to the library to like surprise our other friend, just weird stuff. Anyway, and I haven't seen Madeline, I mean, or Grace or anybody that I went to high school with really since like 2014 when we had this like really doomed, really horrible, well, horrible for me, like five year reunion that's like not worth like talking about. It was just so messy. And so, anyway, anyway, I hadn't seen any of these people since then, mostly, I think. And then I was just like, just like the, suddenly like like I was talking to Madeline and she was like oh I'm in this restaurant with like with Grace and with and with Kelsey who's another friend from high school and she was like oh we're just finishing up dinner and like we're coming to your reading and I was feeling kind of speechless like I was so excited and so kind of 
touched that they were coming and just that like they were coming oh here's the heron again i hope you can hear it kind of like i'm not sure what's that kind of squawking anyway um yeah i was i thought it was really cool that they were going to come and just that they were like excited about the book and like madeline had actually sent me a message like right before we started like I feel like the Philly reading was like just about to start and I looked at my phone and she like had texted me and it was like a picture of the Moan Wild and she was like like I'm so excited and I was like so again just like speechless and touched and just like oh it's so cool that this person I haven't really talked to in a long time but who I was like really close to for a long time like is reading this book and like excited about it and yeah and I think and I guess I'm like and I guess like I'm like going on and on about this because I'm just realizing how cool it is that like uh that like connections and like friendships can just like remain that strong over just like over so many years and even like when you like like you might not like talk to somebody for a long time but they'll still like check out your poetry book and then like come to your reading and like be excited about it and that's like so cool and I feel really like thankful I think to have those kinds of like connections in my life and it's yeah it's just it's yeah I just think it's really Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm still, I think I'm still kind of, like, struggling to articulate, like, how, like, emotional I feel about all of that. And it was also, I guess, just kind of relatedly, it was just, like, it was sort of, it was funny to talk to all, like, to talk to Grace and Kelsey and Madeline at the reading, just, like, as though, like, no time had passed and just kind of like joking about like just people we knew and just kind of like catching up a little bit it was just really really cool um and then yeah then they were kind of like catching up with my parents which is really funny and then um and then uh, what else and then there were also like all of these other people that i was meeting um who were like friends of like Collins and Carrie's and as soon as I I got to the reading a little bit early to kind of meet everybody and help set up and I was talking to somebody who was like who was like oh like I like your book came out on Shabby Dollhouse like I just started following them on Instagram and I saw that they posted something about about long poems and they were talking about the like the long poem thing that Metatron's doing and they were like oh I'm gonna like submit to that and it was like oh that's a really cool like connection like that's being made um and and uh what else yeah yeah so yeah there was like a really yeah it was like a really like just sweet crowd of like people that I'd met for the first time and then like people I've known for a long time and like my parents and um 
And oh, what else? Yeah. Um, so Colin and Carrie both read and they were both amazing. There there were like a couple of lines in each of their po- in like like in each of their readings that really like stuck out to me, just really like sort of poignant, like very southern feeling images. Like there was a line in one of Carrie's poems about like a bouquet of trash that I really loved. And there was a line in one of Colin's poems about like about something there was like honeysuckle in my jaw was like a phrase that I really loved. Um and like his poems were very like specific to Richmond, kind of like dropping a lot of like place names and like street names and that kind of thing. Just very local, which I always like when poems are super local in that way. Um, and then uh, what else? Oh, and then um, this other person that is friends with Colin and Carrie, this person named Sill was like the host of the reading and they and i had like never met them until like that night and they introduced me and just said like the coolest things about the moan wilds and just were saying things about like how it felt like the moment like uh, like the moment when like a storm's brewing and how it like feels like the book kind of feels like related to that kind of tension and i was so excited because that is something i like like literally like thought and like wrote a lot about like in the book and just and they were just talking about the sort of like southern like feral queerness of it and i was like yes like totally and just just everything they said was so like on point and so beautiful and i was so like moved by it um and just then yeah and then i got read and i read a little bit from the beginning, a little bit from the middle, and a little. I've been really liking finishing the readings just with like the last section of the Moan Wilds. That's just has been a really fun note to end on. Um, and it, like, I think everyone loved it, <laughs> which feels like it feels so funny to be like, oh, everyone loved my reading, but it's like like I got to like talk to a lot of people afterward who were like excited about it and like um yeah and like people like 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 some people like a bunch of people got the book a lot of people already had the book which was like really cool and um yeah I just like felt so excited and so kind of overwhelmed in a really good way um just like a night of like old friends and new friends and i just like i'm just it's just like yet another like not so much like reminder it's i mean because like i just already know this just that like this is like what it's all about for me just like making things to share with people like like writing poetry and then like having a party about it um 
and like being able to bring together people from every part of your life it's just so it's so cool there's really nothing better than that to me okay so just the last thing that i want to say is i think this will be the last thing is that after the reading in richmond um colin made dinner for everyone made um he made eggplant parmesan and like a salad and there were a bunch of snacks and stuff um and i had conversations with a couple people um or just like a couple people were asking me about just like poets i like to read and like my favorite poets and of course i brought up cd Wright, and um people were like oh like i haven't read her like who's that and i kind of explained like she was from Arkansas and like wrote long poems and was kind of interested in like documentary like types of projects um and I was thinking a lot about well I'm always thinking a lot about um and I feel like I'm probably maybe even already talked about this but the part in cooling time uh which is her book that's kind of like about poetry where she talks about like nights where you're like sitting on the porch with people and it's like some people you know well and some people you don't know well and like she has this line about like eating a like a crazy salad with our meat and talking like and talking straight poetry and it kind of felt like that i mean we weren't eating meat obviously in this case it was like salad and eggplant parmesan but we were hanging out on partially on the porch and just talking about poetry and that felt like a really beautiful sort of like coming full circle of a lot of things and i just felt really just really like happy about all of it